Hi, this is Pumpkin. And this is Peach. And welcome to the Pumpkin and Peach Podcast. Brought to you by a fancy new microphone this time. Uh, not too fancy, but it's new. And it's better than my laptop microphone. Mm, yeah, well, we think so, so far. Yeah, we redid our ad because it sounded very, like, I don't know, underwatery, like bubbly, Under, garbly. Undergargly watery. Mm-hmm. Um, it just sounded choppy. Yeah. So we redid it. Um, I hope you guys liked the last episode. The last two. Yeah. Or any of them. Or if, who knows if anybody's listening. You know? We'd like to think that why, you are. Why don't we just, you know, we just do it. <laughs> somebody listens, somebody listens. So what? We get to talk. So, what have you been up to this week? What are you asking me like you haven't been with me the whole week? Like, <laughs> we live together. You don't act like we just we just got together after like not seeing each other. Like, oh, what have you been up to? Well, I haven't seen you. What do you want to tell the people? I don't know. Nothing. You don't want to tell me. Good night. To... <laughs> you don't want to tell me we went to the secret stash. Well, well, we did do that. We went on um, went on Tuesday. The day after they reopened, because they moved locations in Red Bank from 35 Broad Street to 65 Broad Street. And that is um, Jay and Silent Bob's Secret Stash, the comic book store owned by Kevin Smith. And um, where they filmed Comic Book Men for AMC. And uh, where they record Tell Them Steve Dave podcast. Um, which we are fans of. Yes, we are ants. We've been to the store many times. Um, it was one of the first places we went after we first met. Um, <laughs> we got a smoothie at the Smoothie King, which now the store is right next to since they moved. Um, and we watched our friend look at very expensive watches for far too yeah, long. But we've, we've been there a bunch of times over the years. Uh, I went there when they were first filming uh, Comic Book Men, and they have a sign out front saying, you know, the show, something is being filmed. If you walk in, you're being given consent. Then it was called Fanboys. I guess that was just a working title uh, before they actually put it to air. Um, so then we went back another time after they had been filming. I think it was a couple seasons in, and they had people standing out front giving you, like, just uh, plain t-shirts to wear to put over your whatever you were wearing so you couldn't see like logos or anything if you were going to get it filmed or be on TV in the background they just wanted you to look plain um, that was weird um, we went there uh, when Walt was doing the Baron Von Flanagan and yeah I gave him the whole spiel if you if if uh, Walt has this uh, alter ego. He's kind of like a horror host, the the Baron. And uh, if you said this, in, if you went into the store and said this incantation, he would appear in Baron, you know, attire and and tell you a fact. Because the Baron's fact, all about facts. Yes, and our fact was that cereal is considered a soup. Yes, but uh, I uh, I said it, and I, I didn't get everything on camera. <laughs> why he was saying it because i didn't really it was our first time it was doing it i didn't know how it was really going to go down so i didn't really you know film it all the way and then walt was like well you didn't get that on camera and then get him one of the other guys from the store was like you also didn't say caveat emptor he was like oh yeah <laughs> so like you know he wasn't fully prepared but it's one of our favorite memories yeah uh from there i guess we can we can put that video up Oh yeah, I guess we could do that on Instagram. On Instagram, um, we did. He did redo it for us so we could get it on camera. Another mm -hmm. little bit. Um, <laughs> gone there many times, and you know if you know they, if Walt, you know re realizes that you know you're a fan of the podcast, he usually will come up and say something or or give you a little something. I've been given a few things, uh, a poster. Uh, piece of uh they have this uh poker table you got your get em patch you got the get em patch 
I got a piece of the original felt from the pool table that the poker table that the they the trading cards the trading cards which are like Magic the Gathering cards. We've got. I think pins. Mike actually gave those to me. We've gotten pins. Pin pins. The TESD pins. Oh yeah, the pins. I've gotten you know Sunday Jeff temporary tattoos. I got a Yoho sticker. These are all things that don't make sense to anybody that doesn't know the podcast or know what we're talking about. But you should check it out. Tell them, Steve, Dave. <laughs> it's one of those things, if you know, you know. Yeah. So, uh, But also listen to our podcast, but then check out their podcast as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we went to the new shop. They're still kind of in the stages of setting it up. But, you know, um, Walt was there and he was really nice and saw that we were fans because I was wearing my... Uh, Four-color demons Four-color demons back patch. Uh, that's their, uh, fake motorcycle gang, comic book motorcycle gang. And, uh, he was very nice. They were filming something for their Patreon. Um, and he was very nice. Hey, you know, didn't know anybody was going to come in this late because it was kind of close to closing time. Um, but he's like, Hey, if you just wait, you know, we're filming something right now, but we'll get you back there and in there. Cause tell them Steve days has their own little section in the store now, TSD town and, uh, and their little shop. So, you know, they have their merchandise in there because before their merchandise wasn't in the actual store. So, and they record their podcast in there and they film stuff and it it was still kind of disheveled because they're still settling in. So, but it was very cool and, and Walt was very cool. And I bought a cool hat, a Four Color Demons hat. I wanted to buy some shirts. Um, yeah, I really want that, like the Baron Von Flanagan, like cartoon Baron. Yeah, I want, I want that. Um, so probably have to go back soon. I know they're doing like a big grand opening event sometime next month. They were hoping for, I mean, they, they did actually, they're officially open, but they're, they're going to maybe do a grand opening event sometime next month. And I don't know what that'll entail. Um, I think Kevin and, and Jay are going to be there. Probably. Um, I've met Kevin at the old location of the stash. Um, he was doing a Funko de Mayo uh, event, you know, in kind of, you know, uh, correlation with Funko. And I thought it was a very well-run event. Some people were not happy with it. You're never going to make everyone happy. Because what it, what it was is, hey, you know, you know if you want to go to an event like this, if you're in the know and you try to get to, to meet people, if you're going to an event, you know to get there early. Like, you'd be stupid to not think, hey, I'm just going to walk up when it starts and I'm going to, you know, my day's going to go smoothly. Because that's not what's going to happen, you know. So, got there early. So did other people. And they handed out tickets with numbers on them. So you knew your place in line. And then they just said, okay, we've handed out all the tickets that we're going to have. You don't have to wait in line. You can go do whatever you want. Come back here at this time, line back up, and get in your spot in line as according to your numbers. And then we'll we'll do this. So some people didn't like it because they showed up right when it was about to start or late. And they thought they were going to get you know be able to get in and do it. And it's like... That's not how this works. You get there early, you get your number, you get your spot. They only do so much. You know, he's not going to be there for days. You know, he already tries to accommodate as much people as possible. So, people weren't happy in that aspect because they just don't know how to uh, navigate these type of events. And that's their fault. So, it was fun. And they, at first, had said that you couldn't take pictures with him and they wanted to try to rush people through you know they would just sign your pop and um but you know he rolled up and said hey you know thanked everybody for coming out and said you know said that he had heard that you know they were saying that they couldn't take pictures and he was like fuck that you come here to meet me and and you spent your time to come here and you're you're spending your time here to you know i was like you're gonna we're gonna do whatever the hell you want you know He's like, you know, you come in, you give me your camera and uh, have it ready for the selfie and you hand your camera to me. I'll take the picture and uh, you signed your my stuff. And Didn't he make a joke where he said that it would be like you can say that you were directed by yeah, Kevin Yeah, he was Smith. like, you know, you give me your camera and I'll take the picture of us. He's like, that way you can say you've been directed by Kevin Smith. And uh, I walked up when it was my turn and I was wearing my Monster Squad hat and he was like, you know 
come here, you monster squad hat wearing motherfucker. And then he gave me a hug. He's very huggy. And then Which back I'm when sure you, you love that. Back when you could hug people. Um, so he was cool, took the pictures, you know, thanked me for coming out. And I, you know, and I thanked him and he signed my pop and I got a, a little, uh, Buddy Christ, uh, figure, which I already had one, but I got another one. He signed that. Um, so it was really cool and gave me another hug and told me to, you know, be, be safe. And, uh, cause I told him I was from Trenton. And he said, you know, Trenton makes the world takes, he, you know, they, they, you know, that's another, if you know, you know, yeah. So, you know, you, you know, <laughs> so it was a good time. So we have always had good times there. And, and now that they're at the new spot, I'm sure more good times will, will come. So that's what we did. You know, that was our adventure of the week. And, you know, it is in New Jersey. So we didn't break any rules. We didn't leave the state. We also got delicious barbecue from Jersey Shore Barbecue in, in Belmar. In Belmar. If you're up in that area, check them out. There's also a really good brewery up there. Beach, Beach House. House. They again, I don't like beer. I like a lot of their beer. Very good. Well, they have some Rattlers that are good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we had we went to their we went place. there for my birthday back in June. Yeah, so, I mean, that's a good time, too. But that's for another podcast, perhaps. Yes. Uh, let's not so, get into that. the topic that we have decided to talk about today is drive-in theaters. Since drive-ins are starting to make a comeback now with the pandemic and, you not know. Not being able to go into the movie theater. Or even if some movie theaters are open... This is, if you don't really feel safe doing that, this is an an alternative to, hey, you get to chill out in your own car, you know, you're still experiencing it with people around you, you're just not right next to them. You're in your own space, you're in your own car, you know. And, um, it's March, or it'll be, by the time this comes out, it'll be in the first week of March, so... It won't be too many more days until a couple of these that we're going to talk about are open, and a lot of the other ones open around this time, so... Yeah, some some have been open this whole time, depending on the weather. There's been... There's, there's the traditional drive-ins that have been operating for years, um, even though, you know, drive-ins... Operational drive-ins have been steadily declining over the years, and there's not a whole lot of out there, except for in certain states, like bigger states like Texas or California, California, New York. They have a lot of drive-ins still in in, in operation. And it's also easier in California, New York, or um, California and Texas because their weather lends to being able to be outdoors. No, not recently for Texas. Not recently, but, yeah. But you know, there's. There's those, and there's a lot of pop-ups that have been happening where people get inflatable screens, and they get they turn parking lots into, you know, makeshift drive-ins and stuff, which, that's cool and all, but I've seen some that are a little on the pricey side. I mean, per carload, you know, if you're just one person going, there's there was a place near us over across the bridge in Pennsylvania. Um, they did, like, okay, it's $30 per car. Well, if you're just going by yourself, you're paying $30 to watch a movie, you know, and that's kind of ridiculous. Um, so we're going to talk about three today. We're going to go in order from the first one we went to, um, which would be Shankweiler's. Uh, Shankweiler's is America's oldest drive-in. They're located route, uh, route 309 in Orfield, Pennsylvania, and... They were the second drive-in to open ever in the United States. They opened... So then they're the oldest in the fact that they're still in operation. Yes. They're the oldest in operation. The um, the very first drive-in opened in Camden, New Jersey on Tuesday, June 6, 1933. Wow, even down to the day. <laughs> um, and it was Richard Hollingshead that opened it. Um, but that drive-in is no longer in operation, so Shankweiler's is the the current oldest because they're still around. Um, so, uh, within 25 years of 
Shankweiler's opening being the second one to open, 4,000 more drive-ins opened. But I think there's only about 300 or so in operation. There are 330 drive-ins currently open. So out of 4,000 over the years, we're just down to about 300 that are still in operation. Which, hopefully this is, you know, going to help them out with people wanting to give them business, you know. And it's a great experience. You know, we've been going to them... We went to 2014 was the first time that we went to one together. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been to other ones not together. Well, I've only been to one other one that we haven't been together at, but... Same. Um, so we've been enjoying them since 2014, you know, before, you know. It's it's good to support these places before this happened. It, it sucks that it take took something like this to let people see, hey, this is still an option, you know, you can still go do this. Yeah, so... Shankweiler's shows new movies, blockbusters. We've seen The Avengers. We saw Endgame there. Maleficent. The Terminator. Dragon 2. um, Um, The Jungle Book. Jurassic World. We've taken my son a bunch of times. Like, they do a family-friendly movie first, and then sometimes it'll be a second family-friendly movie second, I think I just said that twice. We saw Bill and Ted there, the new one, yes. Bill and Ted Face the Music, which was with the movie Unhinged, which I enjoyed. Yeah, that wasn't bad. It wasn't a movie that I would have chosen to watch, but it was a good movie. Um, so if, they, if they're going to do a rated R movie or a quote-unquote scary movie or an action movie, that will typically be their second showing. Yeah, they want to do the family-friendly one first, so that way people bring their kids. And some people, yeah. even though you're paying for a double feature, because it's always a double feature, Yeah. some people leave after the after first the movie. First they're movie. just there to see the first movie. And you're still getting your money's worth. It's $10 a person. Mm-hmm. Um. The concession stand is very nicely priced. They have a lot of a good assortment of things. You can bring in your own food. You can bring in alcohol. There's uh, um, a pizza place that's within walking distance from the drive-in. And a lot of people will walk to the pizza place and get food because it's like pizza and and hoagies and, you know, like, typical pizza place stuff. But even though, you know, when we do bring in our own stuff, we do also buy stuff from the concession stand because you still want to support them. So it's mm-hmm. not like we're trying to, you know, skirt the system and, and, and not support them. It's like, you know, we, we still buy popcorn and we still buy, you know. Gotta have popcorn. If you want to get a hot dog, you know, you nice it's like, nice to get, to get that hot dog. You know, at a drive-in. Yeah, you're always about the hot dog during the movie. I love hot dogs. Because that's what I remember. Because I remember the drive-in, the the Dick's drive-in that was on 206 in Bordentown. I was very young. I remember going there with my parents. I don't know if they remember this or they tell me. But I remember going to that drive-in. And I remember seeing Bambi and the Swiss Family Robinson. I think it was a double feature. And I remember getting a hot dog. And it was in like that foil like bag and it was like a steamed bun and that's what i remember i don't know if i made that memory up i don't know where i would pull that from to make it up but i remember that that's my first memory of of a drive-in um the shankweilers does have a couple of rules you can't bring in glass but like jeff said um and you gotta be 21 if you're you know if they're walking around and they see you drinking and you're not 21, well, they're still going to they're gonna get you for that. you got to be yeah. old enough to be drinking. Yeah, they are cool with, al- with you bringing in alcohol. They just ask that you not act like an asshat. Depending on your car size, you have to park in certain spots. If you have a higher car, you have to park in the back so you're not blocking anybody's. They have yellow poles and white poles, and you you know, you know have to, depending on the, the height of your car, you, you if it's a higher car, you got to park in the back so you're not blocking people. You can... Sit in your car. You can sit outside of your car. Some people have trucks and they, they lay in the beds of their trucks. They back them in. You can sit out front like in a chair, but you have to sit in front of your car. You can't sit to the sides of it. Pre-pandemic, they weren't too um, stringent on like how you position chairs or whatever out front of your car. But now it's like you have to be between the poles. You can't sit on the side of your vehicle. If they have spaced out. 
where the car, like, yeah. they used to pack in a lot of cars, like, at every pole, and now it's, like, every other pole, kind of, mm-hmm. you're they, not right next to somebody's they, car. They, the, the spots used to be, you could fit two cars between the poles, one on either side, and now it's, I think they, like, move the poles closer together, so you can only really get one car in between each set, but it, it's a good time. It's definitely, um, fun, like... It's very nostalgic. It's very like yeah. family friendly, or like they play like old time like um, commercials and and stuff before like you know, hey, the concession stand and mm-hmm. and like you know what they would play back in the day, like you know, thanks for coming to the drive-in. And it's like you know, we're sure you're gonna love it, and we're glad to see you here, and you don't need to dress up; just come as you are, kind of thing. Like these old ads they would run or, or announcements, I guess. Um, do they have a playground there? No, people usually just if they're, if you go in the summer, because you know it gets darker later, so you gotta wait, because you can't really show a movie outside until it gets dark, so if you gotta get there early, though, the box office usually opens around 6. Um, and in the summer, the first movie normally doesn't play until around 9. Yeah, so, like, you got some time to hang out, you know eat some food, you know, drink some drinks, you got some drinks, you know, people usually play, you know, they'll they'll have a catch, usually up front near the screen, there's like a little bit of a grassy area, um, yeah. play catch with a ball, if, you, if they bring something, people bring their kids and stuff, so you got some time to kind of hang out and settle in and get all ready, um, so... It's it's a good time, and they're they're good people. They're friendly. I've never had never had any problems Mm-mm. with anybody there. Um, Can say excuse me. Um, so the second drive-in that we went to together um, was the Mahoning, and Jeff had seen one of his friends post a Facebook event like that they were interested in going. Um, to it. Cause like, you know how, if you click that you're interested in going to an event, it like pops up on your newsfeed timeline. So other people can see, well, Jeff saw it and it was for camp blood and he was telling me about it. And he's like, it's three nights, a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And they're going to show different Friday the 13th movies and other movies that go along with the theme. And, um, they're going to do, like, what yeah, was it, it was camp the, games? The first night was the original Friday the 13th, Friday the 13th Part 2, and Friday the 13th Part 4. Mm-hmm. And then the second night, they showed Sleepaway Camp, Madman, and Rituals. Yeah, and um, so a little back history on the Mahoning. It was built in 1948, and it opened in 1949. It's located at three or um six thirty-five Seneca Road in Lehighton, Pennsylvania. Lehighton. Lehighton. It it looks like it would be Leighton, but they all pronounce it Lehighton. So we'll go with that. Um the cool thing about the Mahoning, it is one of the largest screens in the country. Now, when you think of a drive-in theater, the screens are pretty big. The Mahoning screen is massive. And their lot is massive. Yes. Bigger than Shankweiler's. Um, yes. It's a very big, high-capacity lot to fit a thousand cars. Mm-hmm. And because of the large size of their lot, they also offer camping on premises. Yep. So to get into the Mahoning, it's $10 per person, just like Shankweiler's, but to camp there, it's $10 per car load. Well, it was. I'm it not was. sure. Things yeah. have kind of changed recently. We haven't gone so much as we did in earlier years. Uh, they've, they've enjoyed a lot of success and we're very happy for them enjoying success. But then it, it kind of makes you think or feel like, hey, I'm losing, I'm losing my thing. You know, I remember going there when there wasn't that many people and it was like a cool thing that you knew about. It was a hidden gem. Yeah, and you want them to do good, but the bad thing about things doing good is, you know, more people and and busier, and sometimes prices change, so we're not really sure what the prices are right now, but that's what it was when we first started going. They've been having some bigger events there now. They've been getting some celebrities to come in. Um, We've gone there for plenty 
so many. We've gone there a lot for many things, and it's usually a, a double, at least triple feature. It's usually a triple feature. Mm-hmm. And it, which... We've camped there a handful of times, too, which is fun. But um, if you don't live close and you're not camping... It's a drive. It's hard to get through all three movies because you know yeah. you got to get going home. Because by the time that third movie's done, and if you're just heading out then and you got a two-hour drive or so ahead of you like we do, it's kind of hard to get through all of the movies to get your money's worth. Yeah, um... So they'll, they used to do like themed weekends. They're still doing that now, but they are adding in like celebrities and like coming up here in a couple of months, Joe, Bob and Darcy, um, are going to be, uh, going there and going to have a Joe Bob weekend. I'm not really sure what that entails. Joe Bob, if you don't know, is like a horror host. He has a show. It's. It used to be monster. More like a cult movie host. Like, not not just mainly horror. Yeah. I mean, he's on the uh, Shutter app now, uh, the streaming service, and that's where he's been picked up. He started off on the movie channel, um, then he went and to TNT. TNT, and he had Monster Vision, and, you know, he would do, you know, it would suck them because you had commercials. Now you don't you don't have to put up with commercials if you have it on Shutter and you watch. So, you know, you watch the movie, and he break in every once in a while and tell you facts about the movie, tell you about the actors, tell you how it was made, how they, where they filmed, like, just give you a background about stuff and, and tell you things about the movie that you may not have known. Um, so I guess a lot of people have been reaching out because him and his, I guess, would you call Darcy his co-host? Yeah, she's yeah. co-host. So, assistant, yeah. you know, uh, she gets a lot of things done, you know, he, she's his right-hand woman yeah so and uh, we've met them jeff has uh gone and gotten his autograph at different conventions and we watched a panel with him and like he just seems like an honest to goodness really nice person and so does she and i guess um recently or yeah i'll say recently they've been doing a um a, a tour per se of going to different drive-ins and like doing their show live Mm and uh signing autographs and answering questions and all that stuff and i guess a lot of people have been tweeting and emailing and requesting them to go to the mahoning because now it's happening and the Um, mahoning is more they show mainly 35 millimeter prints that they can find you know people they know that have them or they acquire them They'll Um, borrow them from places. They've just started recently within the last couple of years having a digital projector just to add some, you know, well, show 35 millimeter whenever they can, but, you know, maybe later in the night, like if you're camping there and you watch the three movies, maybe they'll throw on an extra movie even after the third movie and go, oh, well, we have this digitally. So it just gives them more of a, a ways more variety they can pull from more movies if they don't have that print but they they'll show it on 35 millimeter if they can um they show mainly horror sci-fi action cult classics you know old school movies they don't show new movies um it's all old school stuff they said they do themed weekends um we've gone there and we've seen gremlins and we got to meet the guy Yeah, we got to meet uh zach galligan Mm -hmm. and um he was he was nice. He was and cool. And they did an eighties prom weekend with Foot Footloose and and oh, what was the other movie? I can't remember what the other movie was. Uh, crap! And we watched both of them. Yeah. But like in during the intermission, they they told everyone like come into the snack bar like and we, come dance. We dressed up and they have like you know you pose like you were at the dance. Yeah and. Their snack bar is like super retro. Like it's their it's the original snack bar and bathroom setup. You can see the original thirty five millimeter projector. You can buy some VHS tapes. Yeah, like it's just it's a really cool um, trip back in time. Like yeah, they do some events there. They did a VHS fest. Mm-hmm. Um, they do like I said. Now they're doing more event things. They had Bruce Campbell there last year. Um, they brought in Felissa Rose and Ari Lehman. Um, and for those events, you have to pre-purchase tickets, and they are pricier than the $10 per person to get in. And see, this is one of the things that we kind of don't really like 
how how popular it's gotten because before you could just drive there and get in line and if you're the first person in line you're the first person that gets but in now it's online tickets and you line up and there's a separate line and if you didn't buy a ticket beforehand you got to sit there and watch everybody else go in and i get it it's progress but like you know sometimes progress hurts but it's good for them again ultimately you want a business that you enjoy to do well and sometimes it's just growing pains yeah. that, you know, you got to deal with. And, you know, you still have good times there. I mean, we even went there once and we were extras in an independent movie that we've never seen. But we were <laughs> yeah. there and we, it was like a Halloween costume party setting and we were dressed up and yeah. they had a bond, like a fire's going <clears throat> and it was a good time. Yeah, um, it was a fun time. So I don't ever really know what happened. With that movie, but, you know, it was just a cool thing to go there and do and um, hang out. And We've gone there for many weekends, different weekends. Uh, their opening weekend is always The Wizard of Oz and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Um, that's always, their opening weekend is always that, that um, movies. There's currently a countdown on their page. Um, 32 days, 22 hours, 11 minutes, and 29 seconds until opening day. Yeah, so, you know, you can you can check them out. They're very um, active on social media, Instagram and Facebook. I mean, so is Shankweiler, so if you want to check them out, too, on there. And, you know, they, both places, all of these places are very compliant with all the COVID rules. You know, they, they cleanliness and social distancing and all that, you know. They're all up on what you need to do. You need to, you know, you if you leave your car, you got to have your mask on. If you go into the concession boot stand, or you, <coughs> excuse me, go to the bathroom. So. Oh, and okay. So like Shankweiler's, the Mahoning is cool with you bringing in outside food, but well, they are not okay with alcohol. Officially. Officially. Just don't be a dick. Yeah. Like, you know, um, they're really not okay with you bringing in outside food. Officially. It's, they say, well, while we don't endorse it because we have all this great stuff to choose from, we're not going to hassle you. You know, as long as you're cool, we're cool. And same thing here. You know, sometimes we do bring in our own stuff, but we always buy stuff from the concession stand. We go and get popcorn. We'll get pizza, hot dogs. Jeff loves, 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 loves the Mahoning pizza. It's delicious. (laughs) I mean, it's not the greatest pizza by no means, but it's, it is great when you're there and it hits the spot and it's just it's a good pizza when you have to drive in it's like you know something you look forward to so i hope they don't uh, ever lose that pizza um but like shankweilers they offer uh actually i think they offer a couple more choices than shankweilers does well they have various candies they think they have uh hot dogs hamburgers uh Nachos, corn dogs, dogs, fries, fries, mozzarella sticks. I think they may have changed it up over time, but yeah, there definitely are a lot of food choices. And then, like, at least they used to, if it was like a themed weekend, I'm not sure who would do it, but they would normally have like a themed cupcake or something that had to do with the movies. They would try to wedge it in there or. Um, I think when they had the Gremlins weekend, they had like a Gremlin burger or something that had like green ketchup on it or something. Yeah, like they they try to make it, you know, just a little bit of added yeah, something, something. And it's fun and it's cool, you know. It's great to to, to be there and hang out and uh, see movies up on the big screen that maybe you've never seen on the big screen, and it's even cooler to see them on a drive-in screen. Yeah. Getting to watch Halloween, which is, like, my all-time favorite movie. Getting to see that at the drive-in was awesome. Yeah, you know, she got to see, I saw, you know, the first time we went there was for Camp Blood. That's my favorite horror franchise, so getting to see the original, you know, up on the big screen there at a a drive-in, you know, is is a pretty awesome experience, you know. And, And it's not, it's not... Like, ooh, okay, it's 35 millimeter and it's at a drive-in, so it's not going to be like, the, you know, your 4K Blu-ray clear picture or, you know, super bright or whatever. It's it's what it is. It's drive-in movie screen. It's 35 millimeter. It's old school. You know, it's just very nostalgic. It's, it's a cool way to view it. Um, 
some people might not get it because they'll look at it and be like, well, this doesn't look like I watch it in my in my house. And it's like, well, no, obviously not. Um, but it's just a, it's a fun time. And we'll, we'll hopefully be going back to the Mahoning, you know, trying to, depending on, you know, again, how much more successful they get. I mean, they've had a documentary done about them, which I, I haven't seen, but I think it's on Amazon. And maybe I'll, I'll check. We'll have to check that out at some point. Yeah. I know it's on one of the streaming things that we have access to, I believe. Mm-hmm. So. Um, okay, so the third drive-in that we've been together most recently, we've only been there once. Um, we went to Becky's drive-in this past October. I want to say it was their last show of the season. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was the last showing of the season. And we saw Scream and The Exorcist. Which was awesome. Um. It was a nice night. It was nice and comfortable. A little on the cool side, but it was October, the end of October. But, like, that's what you want, too. You don't want to be sitting in Especially your car sweating. Especially for those movies, you want it to feel like that Halloween-type feel, the crisp, yeah. you know, cool uh, fall air. Um, it was another cool place. I mean, they they was very nice. They have two screens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to say we saw, like obviously scary movies but on the other screen they were showing like family friendly yeah. halloween movies i think it was like i think one was a nightmare before christmas I think. and then casper uh, i can't remember what the second one was yeah but you know we wanted to see scream and and the exorcist so that yeah. was a fun time there um they were also following all the covid guidelines and their concession stand was you know they do not allow outside um, anything from which, yeah, I no believe. food, no alcohol. Um, they don't check your car when you go in. Um, it so not like the one here in Jersey. But like, be cool. Like, just follow the rules. Yeah. You know? If 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 somebody's blatantly not cool with that, then don't you know? Yeah, don't break rules. And just support rules. support them and and buy stuff from their concession stand. They had a great variety of stuff, and moderately priced. Their concession stand. If you got, like, the big bucket of popcorn, it was in, like, a plastic saveable one. Like, one of those, one. like, souvenir ones you get from, like, the, the regular movie theaters, the inside movie theaters. Like, you know, then we got a Trolls one. It had nothing to do with the movies that we were seeing. Yeah, I guess then... maybe they got it, like, overflow from a theater or whatever. But, um, so Becky's opened mm-hmm. in 1946 uh, at its present location. Before that, the... Uh, the guy, well, William D. Beck, but his nickname is Becky. Um, he started out showing movies at Uncle Charlie's lunch outside to customers on benches in the 30s. And in 1946, he opened it at its present location. It's located at 4548 Lehigh Drive in Walnutport, Pennsylvania. Um, it's been family owned and operated ever since it opened. Uh, Becky passed away in um, 1987, and his wife passed away in 2007, Um, but there are four surviving children still own and operate it to this day with their families. Yeah, and it's, you know, they were nice there as well, Um, didn't have any issues with anybody, you know. We walked around, took some pictures. They have fun, like, cutouts that you can, like, pose with. Um, they had, you know, uh, the spots where you weren't really right, you know, or were you next to people? I can't remember. Um, it was, like, park at your own discretion. There weren't, like, spots, but everyone spaced out themselves pretty well, and it's it's a very large area, not as large as the Mahoning, but definitely bigger than Shankweilers. Um, I mean, if you combine both the screen footage, it's it's definitely as big, if not maybe a little bit bigger than the Mahoning. Yeah. But I mean, because it's got two screens, so it's mm-hmm. and they do have a playground, but it was closed because of the pandemic. And mm-hmm. um, they did have an awesome retro feel about mm-hmm. the snack bar and, like, the whole setup. The screen that we were watching was, like, a screen on stilts, mm-hmm. um, but the other screen was, like, a cinder block screen. Yeah. 
I mean, and there's his, you know, new movies. Like, this was, like, a throwback because it was, like, themed for Halloween. So, like, that's why they showed um, The Exorcist and Scream. But they usually show new movies as well. It's Mm -hmm. digital. It's all digital. Um, They do do themed weekends in the summer, though, because I remember they had a Jaws-themed weekend I mm. saw advertised. Yeah, I mean, they do do some themed stuff, but it's mostly new releases. Mm -hmm. Um, And And they were $10 a person as well. Mm -hmm. No camping there. And the the snack bar was moderately priced. I wouldn't say it was expensive. Um, No. I mean, it's definitely not going to break your bank, and it's definitely an all-around experience to, yeah. to do it. So, you know, why not? So, um, these three, they're the first three that we've been to together. And, like, we do have, like, a bucket list where we would like to go and visit all of the drive-ins that That's are left. That's like if we win the lottery and, <laughs> you know, get to be able to travel around. We do want to try to just get to any that we can, mm-hmm. if we're able to. Um there are a couple that are still in the area, like that aren't too far away that we could get to. Yeah, and we've we've uh, had friends tell us about one that's in Vermont where you can rent a room yeah. and like you can watch the movie from inside your motel room. Yeah, so we want to look into doing that maybe this summer. And like I said, there are so many in Texas and California because both of those areas and New lend. York. Both of those areas lend to being open year round. There's still a lot in New York, no matter what year round. Like, and there's one that's not too far across the border. The one that's in Warwick near the um, cider places that we like to go to. We haven't been in that one, but uh, maybe some point there was one that we pass sometimes when we're going to Gettysburg. That. Was showing cars, I think. Um, but when the one of the last times we were going by, it had a for sale sign up front. I don't know because they I could have swore they were just doing something recently, this past summer, perhaps. Um, I can remember seeing an event or something, but I don't know if they're up for sale, if they're closed. I mean, that would be very sad. I, it sucks that that would be happening now when people seem to be going to drive-ins more. Than ever. Well, it's an auction and a drive-in, and it says that it's still, like, in operation. Hmm. Well, I'm not really sure then what the for sale sign's all about, maybe. I don't know. Um. They're active on social media. Maybe it was something to do with the auction, because it, it was saying that the auction was canceled on the 22nd. So maybe it's something the sign was to do with the auction. I don't know. It looks like a for sale like land sign like a property for sale so mm-hmm. i'm not really sure and it was right out front you know so uh hopefully we'll get to go there there's there's been a couple um i forget where it is at but there was another one that's not too far away in pennsylvania it's I don't know, but uh, a charity that my friend runs, Scares That Care, they had a drive-in weekend where uh, they showed, like, Trick or Treat, and they had one of the actresses from that movie there, and they showed, I think, The Lost Boys as well. Um, I don't remember what that one is. It's in Pennsylvania. Um, Maybe it's The Circle or something. Um... Circle Drive-In in Scranton, that's the one. So, in Pennsylvania, there are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. You well, know, Pennsylvania's a pretty big state, too, so they seem to have a lot. 27, 28, 29, 30. So... It looks to be around 30 or so um, drive-ins all over. Yeah, and Pennsylvania but is a very large where state. It, where it all started, Jersey, we've only got one We left. have the Delcy drive-in. That's official one. I know another one popped up during the pandemic, but it's not really an official drive-in per se from like the golden age of drive-ins. So the only official, official drive-in we have is, yes, the Delcy drive-in. 
Yeah. Um, I guess it closed at some point because on this website it says it reopened in 2004. So we're on a, a web page off of fandom um, and it's list of active drive-in theaters. I've never been there. I have. I, I was there in 2006. Um, it, it was nice. I don't remember what movie we saw. I was pregnant and it was towards the end of my pregnancy. So I was just <laughs> miserable being in the car for that long. Was not a good plan. Um, but they have a lot of rules. They wouldn't even let me bring water in. I no had to... outside food or beverage. They had a, at one time, I don't know if they do it now, that you could pay for an outside food pass where you paid a certain amount to bring in food if you wanted to. Yeah, it was really annoying because I had had one of those like big water bottles, like the 1.5 liter water bottles, um, and they confiscated it when we went in. And I was made to purchase water at the concession stand, and all they had was Dasani water. And I don't know about you, I am a bit of a water snob, and Dasani and Aquafina just don't do it for me. I don't like either Ooh, one of them. Water snob. And the price that I had paid for the 1.5 liter, I think, was maybe like two bucks max, and their 16 ounce Dasani was 350. So I was very aggravated about that so that's probably another point as to why i'm not a fan of theirs i'm sure because we'll have to if we want to check it off for bucket list sake we'll have to go there yeah but um i've been to the uh benji's drive-in in baltimore um it's kind of they're all on the same lines they do have a lot of rules you can't bring anything outside they do check your car um and i and i get it but for me, I enjoy the ones more where they're a little bit more lax on the rules of what you bring in and they're chill. Like, I mean, I, we did love Becky's, but Shankweiler's and Mahoning, those are those are the ones I enjoy the most. Where they're like, hey, bring in what you want, but like still support us, you know. Stop by the concession stand and see what we've got going on. You might like what we've got too. So, like I said, we usually, you know, no matter what we bring in, we still buy stuff from the concession stand um yeah you definitely want to support the small business i mean you'd buy that popcorn or soda super overpriced at the movie theater mm -hmm. so why not do it when it's a better price at the drive-in because then you're supporting a small business yeah so i mean it was it was fun i was there once i saw uh, inception no, Which I didn't like terrible. that movie anyway. I forget what the second... I think Despicable Me might have been the other one. I can't remember what the other movie was. Um, but it was a fun time and it's cool just to be at a drive-in, you know, in general. Um, so, yeah, so... <laughs> collectively, we've been to five. But together we've been, been to, to three. three and hopefully, you know, to do more and uh, if we can. And um, like I said, uh, I get, you know, the pop up ones trying to come in and, and facilitate people like, hey, you know, we're giving you an option if you don't live near another one. Which is nice because not everyone wants to drive two hours to but a drive But it's not really experiencing a drive in. But it's still cool. But like I said, for the price, if you're going it alone and they're charging thirty bucks a car, that kind of sucks. And it kind of sucks if you're, you know, okay, well, thirty bucks a car and you pack in four people. Well, the people in the back seat really can't see all that well. Yeah. At a drive-in, <laughs> so it's mostly like if you're just in the front is where you're really gonna. Or unless you have like an SUV or pickup and can like park backwards and sit in like the back part. Yeah. So, and we're not, you know. We're not the kind of people, we go there to watch the movies, we're not like making out in the back seat, you know. <laughs> we go there to watch movies. You think I want to make out with this person? You're so rude. Come on. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I get these pop-up ones, but sometimes they just, they charge a little bit too much. There is, in New Jersey, in the summer, there's a marina that does a pop-up 
or they have in the past. I don't know if they did it last summer or if they'll do They're it this summer. They're supposed to go the one time. Yes, they do a pop-up um jaws jaws you sit in the water and yeah watch it. you can bring like a, a pool float or which sounds cool i, I don't know if they could do that now because you'd have to keep people away from each other yeah but in the water it i want to say it was only like 10 bucks a person we just didn't do it because it was like a work night yeah it was there was some reason we didn't go but yeah. i mean it's definitely cool and yeah. that would be something fun to do. But like like you said, I don't know if that would even be feasible. Because like, you can't stop someone from like floating into you. No, you, you really can't. Um, I mean, unless you, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the setup because we didn't go. So I wouldn't even know like, oh, this is how the layout is or whatever. But I mean, it's just a fun time. It's a step back in time. It's a, it's very enjoyable. It's definitely an experience. And there's a lot of people out there that aren't aware that weren't aware. There's probably still people out there right now that aren't aware. The drive-ins are still a thing. Yeah. Cause I've, when we've talked about going to them over the years, there's a lot of people like, that's there's, that's still, still a, thing. a thing or or I didn't even know that any of them were still open. Like, yeah, I they're just, just thought, absolutely shocked that like drive-ins are even like, no, in there's, existence. Still. There's a lot of them still open out there and you can go like, you know, look around in your area and see if there's one near you. And even if it's, even if it's like, don't go too crazy, but even if it's a little bit far, at least go to experience it if you've never experienced it before. Yeah. You know, you don't have to do it all the time, but at least... It's one of those things that it, it's worth the drive to experience once. Yeah. I mean... And who knows? You might end up getting hooked. Like, it, it is a very fun experience. And, like, if you're someone that really enjoys watching movies and loves, for me, the experience of going to the movie theater, like, that's one of my favorite dates that Jeff and I go on. And to not be able to do that now because of the pandemic, it sucks. So the drive-in is a good way to be able to still do that. Yeah, I mean, everybody should experience it, and um, you just gotta, you know, inform people, if you know, like I said, a lot of people are very unaware, they're just like, oh, that's, remember, drive-ins, remember, you know, I wish those were still around, and it's like, there are some that are still around, you know, 300 and some still in operation in the United States, and Chances are you might not be far from one. There are some people that are nowhere, sadly, nowhere near one. Um, but if you are, you know, I, I, I just found it odd sometimes the amount of people that are just like, I had no idea that that was even still a thing. Like, I just thought they were all shut down. And it's yeah. like, no, you know, the Internet's a wonderful thing. You can find a lot of stuff and, you know, you can look up near you go online and 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 see what's you know like this website that we're on or you just go to google and type in you know drive-in theaters in the united states find your state and you know find the areas where there are some and see if there's and one near you there are drive-ins still hanging out in canada too like it's yeah. not just the united states um let me see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Uh, so out of fifty states, forty-seven of them have drive-ins still. Yeah, so, so that's a lot. I mean, yeah. there might not be a lot in your area, but there might be one close to you, and you just don't even know yeah. about it. Um, so we'll link. There's this some even in Hawaii. Well, it's Hawaii. It's nice all the time, for the most part. Yeah, but you wouldn't think, you know, I would never thought of driving um, here. I'll leave the link to the website that we use to get some of our information down below. Or, not down below, but in the, like, description of the um, podcast. I'll also link Shankweiler's The Mahoning and Becky's, so you can check them out if you're interested. Um, yeah, so... That's our episode. I suppose so. It feels a little shorter than normal. Oh, well, do you want to do a cider spotlight? I know we didn't talk about it, but we could throw a Pennsylvania cider out there. Um, well, what? What would you... Um, well, I, you mentioned Gettysburg. You want to pick one of the Gettysburg cider places? 
do reads. Well, we don't really have any uh, hard facts on them, though. No, I suppose not. <laughs> we don't really have any hard facts on Down East, but, you know. Well, let's just talk about our favorite place in Gettysburg for our cider spotlight of this episode. And that would be Reed's, Reed's Cider House and Winery. Um, When we first went to Gettysburg together five years ago, that was the first place we stopped. It was not our main main goal of going, but um, it was definitely... It kind of was, actually. Well, yeah, I guess in a roundabout way, yeah. Um, But we went in. I mean, I had been there before prior, but... I'd been to Gettysburg uh, sophomore year of high school, but not, obviously, I wasn't drinking back then, but, um, well. There, uh, what's the street? I always get confused. The street that they're on. It's on the main street, right in the downtown-ish area. I want to say Baltimore Street? Um. We don't even know. We don't have any facts. I'm getting it. Baltimore Street. Yeah, you were right. For, they're located 400 Baltimore Street in Gettysburg. Um, right now, the inside is not open. They're just doing to-go sales. Um, they were during the summer and the nicer weather. They had an outback set up where you could sit outside and they had tables and stuff. That's not set up right now, I guess, for the winter months. But you can. they have a, um, a window that you can walk up to and order stuff. We've become friendly with people that work there. Um so it's always nice. Now it's it's a it's a bonus when we go into town because we get the great great cider and we get to see some people that we like to see and that we become friends and friendly with. Um Yeah. And their ciders are all delicious. I like a lot of their wines. Um I don't know if you want to throw out any names. I mean we're just yeah. Yeah. Meg, we love you. Lakin, we love you. Uh, past member or past uh, people, Kelsey. Um, yeah, so it's it's great to see these people when we when we go there, and um, it's they always have great cider. Um, I don't think there's not much there that I haven't liked besides if I just didn't like. You don't like the wines. Either. I don't like the wines. <laughs> I just don't really like wine. You don't like so. some of the wines, some of the fruit wines. They've had you some like. good sangria there. Oh yeah, though. yeah they um, have. And, you know, they've got good flavors. They have, you know, sweet sweet ciders. They have dry ciders. They've got, you know, strawberry, blueberry. They do a fall harvest. That's, you know, very fall. Um, pumpkin-y with lots of spice. And yeah. the cool thing about Reed's is Mr. Reed, who owns everything, grows the majority of... I think he grows everything that they use. Yeah, it's usually like if he can't grow it, he doesn't want to make it. Like, you know... If you if if he doesn't grow cranberries, well, I don't want to make a cranberry one because I can't provide it myself. Um, which kind of sucks. I think they would make a really good cranberry. Cider. Yeah, I've been bugging Lakin about that, hoping that um, she'd be able to uh, convince Mister Reed. So, uh, a couple of their ciders. They have a grizzly cider. It's a drier cider with a hundred percent smokehouse apples, um, with a crisp and refreshing green apple finish. Um, their JD, which is made from, uh, pink lady apples and it's aged in Jack Daniels barrels, uh, mountaintop. That one I don't like cause I'm not a big fan of Jack Daniels. Yeah. They have a mountaintop hop, which is a dry hop cider with cascade. I don't know how to, what is that? Chinook. And centennial hops. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I knew that word. Um, They're traditional, just a nice, good cider. Like Jeff said, the harvest, a sweet apple blend infused with pumpkin. Uh They have apple cherry, um, city bear. We've had the majority of these. Yeah, uh, they're red, white, and blueberry, a delicious blueberry cider. Strawberry. Country bear, which is one of my favorites. It's their raspberry cider. I'm a big fan of the down under. Which is made with pink lady apples. Yeah. The apple grape is really good. My favorite cider by them is um, probably their peach cider, their peach bear cider. Yeah. And sometimes if you want to be really annoying, you can have them mix ciders for you. Like, I want to do a half glass of this and a half glass of that. You yes. know, I know that I'm sure they love it when people ask me to do that. And we, we tend to ask that. 
because we like to mix and experiment and we've had some really good combinations. Yes. Um, and then my favorite wine that they make is Volunteer, which is, uh, um, what meant me for I'm not the wine guy. I'm trying to look it up. But my, and we're stalling. My phone's not and working. And we're stalling. Um, but it, it's a very good wine. It, it's, it's a very good wine, says the experts. <laughs> um, it reminds me of my childhood because we used to because grow... you used to drink when you were little. I don't no, we understand. used to grow grapes on the side, like in our side yard, and the grapes that we were growing taste very similar to the grapes that are it always used. Always reminded me of getting plastered when I was little. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure um, they're the same grapes that were used. They use in the um, in the wine. But if you're ever in Gettysburg and you ever want to find some good cider, which or some there good are wine, a lot of good places around there, but you need to start with Reed's because yeah. it's our favorite place, our um, favorite cider place. And um, the inside is when they allow people inside, they have an upstairs and a downstairs. Um, they have live music there, uh, open mics uh, sometimes, I think, or, you know, scheduled music. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a really nice outside garden too and they're going to be building something to uh, i don't know like a outdoor something or other i don't know they've had fire pits back there before too we never actually got to go when they did that yeah but yeah. you know and you can't be inside now which sucks and um but they're they're going to be upgrading some stuff they're getting like 20 taps i think are we allowed to say that i don't know if we're allowed to say what they're going to be doing i'm not sure um, they're going to be doing some improvements, um, I believe. Yeah. It, it's what's been, yeah, hinted at. Um, <laughs> uh, it's always nice to people watch there because right next to there's an ice cream shop and they have these games where you throw this metal ring on a string and you have to try to get it on this hook. It and sounds it's fun to watch people do a it. a lot easier than it actually is. It's I've done it. Yes, Jeff has done it, but it's, uh-huh. it's very... Like, you gotta hit it at just the right angle, and it's really funny to watch people try to do it, not be able to succeed at it, and they get very frustrated. Or people that have been trying to do it and can't, and then somebody walks up and does it, like, Like real first shot. Right then, just the looks, these people are like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Yeah. Like, I've been standing here for, like, 20 minutes trying to do this, and you walk up and do it in one shot. There's a way to do it. You kind of gotta swing it out and around. That's the way that I find, um... I don't know. This the whole thing that's been on on the TV. I don't understand what the fuck's going on. Yeah, I, I don't know. They're, they, they've got gloves and, like, plat- rubber gloves, and they're, like, cutting the fingertips I off. Know. I don't know. I don't people even know what's on our this TV. Stuff. I mean, it's, it's just, like, we want people to listen to us while people watch this ri- ridiculous shit. Slime box Hobby Dad or something. I don't Hobby know. Hobby Kids TV. I don't know if it's, like, a YouTube thing and it's on my TV. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know how this idiot box works. All right. Mm. So... If you're ever in Gettysburg, check out Reed's. If you ever want to go to a drive-in in Pennsylvania, our three recommendations would be Shankweller's, The Mahoning, and Becky's so far, because we've been there and we like them. So we're not biased or anything. <laughs> and, you uh, know... Um, just support your local drive-in. If there's one near you, check it out. If it's something that you're interested in, uh, look look on the internet and find one that may be close to you, and, and definitely go and check them out if you're able to, and... You know, um, if there's not one near you, that sucks. Uh, sorry about your luck. Um, but if there's... I I will say, if there's one within... I don't want to say four hours. That seems like a lot, one way. But you'd get a room. But you could turn room. it into a weekend. Yeah, just, just to experience it. I wouldn't go any more than four hours away. If you're going for like a, a, a vacation or a weekend trip... Travel as far as you want. Maybe put that on, like, you know, one of the big things that you're going to this place for. Or find some other activities to do as well. But try to get to a drive-in if you can. Yeah. The whole Roadside America thing, it's still out there. You just got to find it. And I'd consider the drive-in to be, like... It's a piece of American history. You know, it's nostalgia and it's part of our, you know, family and, and entertainment through the years, you know, like I said, at one point there was 4,000 drive-ins. 
that's no that's no laughing matter you know four thousands <laughs> quite a quite a number and for it to have dwindled down about 3,700 of them are gone now, which is very staggering. But, yeah. you know, support the ones that are still out there making it happen, you know. Because, let me tell you, the people that are running them, they're not doing it to be rich and famous. They're doing mm-hmm. it because they love it. Mm-hmm. And because uh, you really got to have a passion for it to try to keep a business like that afloat. Especially before it was popular again during the pandemic. Before all this happened, these mm-hmm. people were... Running these business, family owned, probably most of them, making it happen. And they did it because they love it and not because they want to gain fame. Because it's hard to keep a drive-in open, yeah. you know, especially in, before all this stuff happened where people didn't know and it wasn't so prevalent and it wasn't uh, a good alternative to uh, going to the movie theater. So the people that are out there aren't doing it. For anything except for the love of it and they want they want you to enjoy it and you should enjoy it because it's a very enjoyable experience okay and with that that's the end of our episode episode that... three in the books um check yeah. us out on instagram pumpkin and peach adventures you can shoot us an email pumpkin and peach adventures at gmail.com uh, that'll go to um, you yeah, you can sign into the Not email me, too. Not me, I don't know. Travis, our friend, said wow. that he reviewed Why us are you tra- on... Um, <laughs> this is the second mention of Travis. You know, he got mentioned last one, and you're just Travising it up. So he had said that he reviewed us. Uh, if that's We don't a know thing, where it happened. Yeah, but if that's a thing, give us a review. If I mean, you... we're available on six different platforms right now. Yeah, uh, Stitcher and Spotify. No, we're not on Stitcher. We have to submit that. Oh, we're not on Stitcher. We're on Spotify. We haven't popped up on Apple. I don't know if their approval process is more stringent, and maybe that's going to happen. Well, that's what Travis said he reviewed us on. Well, that's not one of the ones that's listed where it says that we're available on. If you can review us, give us a review. I don't know how it works. Do you like it? Do you thumbs up? Anchor, uh, Spotify. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker. Pocket Cast, um, and there was one more that I can't think of right now. Um, still just six platforms. Um, we're on Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Spotify. Um, hopefully we can try to get on the the Apple if they like us. If, uh, we're going to try Stitcher. to get on Stitcher and Amazon. Yeah. We have um, to do that manually ourselves. And we got to figure that out. And you know, we're low tech over here. Yeah. Except for this new microphone. Woohoo. Hopefully, hopefully it, it's clearer for hopefully you. Hopefully it sounds real awesome. Again, so check us out on Instagram. Um, we'll throw up the video. Wow, we're going to throw up gross. Uh, we'll throw up the video of um, the Baron Von Flanagan. And, yeah, and hopefully uh, some pictures of the drive-ins we've been to. Um, but all right. We'll see you next <sighs> week. Throwing up. That's gross. Bye. Bye.